0: I locked myself out of my apartment, and it's so late.
1: That's right. We watched Eraserhead this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How do you not seen that? How do you not seen that? How have you do not, not
0: seen that? How have you?
1: Welcome ladies and gentlemen to The Movie Gap. I am your host Chase Austin and as always the premature sperm baby calf thing to my left
0: Bryce Perkins. What's up or well,
1: you know <laughs> right If you watched Somebody shut that baby up. If you watched it with subtitles the word is muling Oh, really? Mules. I did watch it with subtitles, but Mules. I didn't notice that. Um, well, we are joined this week by a special guest, first time uh friend of the show, uh the to and, the movie and
0: instant fan favorite. An instant as, fan as favorite.
1: Cold triplet, right? Yes, hello. <laughs> I said it right. Right? <laughs> I said it right. I for some so. reason, for some reason That's I be all, all day I was like, "So when's Trevor going to call in?" And Bryce was like, "Who's Trevor?" And I was like, "I don't know." i don't know why i decided your name was trevor
0: so um (laughs) i'm sorry about that cole gotta be the greatest introduction of a guest on a show uh welcome everybody cole (laughs) triple did did i say that right that's right
2: Um, i'm automatically looking for approval yeah (laughs)
0: yeah.
1: Uh, oh i'm terrible with names so um uh cole uh you um you're here to promote your uh tiktok correct
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh never, never thought I'd be in this position, but here we are.
1: <laughs> well, I'm excited. We're we're getting into the TikTok game ourselves. So nice. um so what is uh what is your handle?
2: Um I'm at underscore bop bop sixty four underscore so that's B O P B O P sixty four. Uh and yeah, I basically just post like a comedy video every day. Um use a lot of green screen if you're into uh, going somewhere that's not on earth as many of us are right now
0: so <laughs> right. awesome i saw your uh your pictures of your uh, recent trip to colorado that's uh, they looked really fun uh, oh yeah something. i took
2: a very real trip to colorado yeah and posted about that yep. so that was fun
0: yep. yeah it was excellent um cole so you've been making uh you've been making content as they call it for a few years now when did you uh When'd you get started, and uh, and where'd you get started? How'd you get started? Where'd the bug come from, if you will?
2: Okay, give, give so, us a, uh,
0: your path to fame, as it is. I'm,
2: uh, <laughs> uh, well, I'm not there yet, so <laughs> okay. let, let me know the end there. Uh, gotcha. But okay. uh, I'm I'm 23, and it's 2020, so I guess I started in like 2010. I was like I was in junior high when I started doing improv, and I really liked it, and then. Like I went to a private school through eighth grade and in seventh grade, they cut our theater program because we didn't have enough money. So only like sixth and seventh grade, I did improv. Eighth grade, I had nothing. And then in the high school, I started going to public school where you can do whatever the hell you want. And it was great. (laughs) And so I went back really into comedy and my parents, I, I was like really interested in using all my time for that. My parents were like, well uh we got a little bit of extra cash and we were going to use it to maybe like go on a vacation but uh instead we're going to like let you go to Chicago and do like an intensive at Second City for like a couple weeks and so and sh- and my mom was like you go and do this you either figure out if you really want to do it or you'll know for sure that you don't really want to do this and I was right. like sounds <laughs> like a great plan to me so yeah. <laughs> wow yeah so I went and uh did like a sketch and in improv intensive and it was awesome. And did you have any notable teachers
0: or, or anything like that? Uh, uh,
2: you know, Scott Adsit from 30 rock. Yeah. yeah. Oh Wow. Yeah. He was, uh, his nephew was in, uh, my class. And so he was like hanging around and helping out. But, uh, that my main, like two teachers were, uh, just like performers at second city, which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And um, I saw,
2: uh, Chris Red, you know, he's on SNL right now. Yeah, he yeah. Was performing at Second City at the time. So Wow, I him as well. uh, that's, that's
0: awesome. That's fucking cool. And uh, and then we we met through um, our uh, adventures at Station Theater here in Houston, which sadly is under uh, you know has uh, succumbed to COVID uh, like uh, many other uh, local uh, theaters and everything. Um, how um, uh, what kind of um, uh, cool things or whatever. Um, uh have you done since you've been active in the uh the scene here in houston uh what would you say is your uh your favorite thing to do here in houston uh comedy wise
2: um i'd say like as far as like station and like comedy sports had like the edu like show where uh they would just like let anyone submit like i basically just like secret group has some of that stuff too i basically just look for places where it's like open submission we just want you to come like and and we trust you to be creative and have a lot of fun i I really like making like sketch prof type shows where there's not like a full script but it's just like a big old like bit type show like uh, i just i don't know i I, I like really having a lot of fun with that i i did a show at station where it's just uh, like i promoted it as like this big improv troupe from cleveland was coming down Mm -hmm. and then uh they ended up like only one of them showed up, and I made a bunch of videos around it too. I like including like different formats too, like uh, like I'll play like a, vi- a video in the middle of the show, and then also do like one man stuff, and then bring it bring up guests or audience members. I really like. I don't know if it's like. A jack of all trades type of thing but i've always wanted to just like always be doing every type of comedy all the time you know yeah, like yeah. i don't know if that's like indecisiveness or just like i really love it all but right. I, I really try to do just about everything awesome
0: the passion for it yeah and that's then, really and cool quickly you uh the first time i saw you perform at station you were doing uh you were in the middle of your run of doing uh passed away uh, oh, and nice. I thought it was a really cool uh, format for an improv show because it was like you were doing a podcast, but it was in a live setting. Uh, but you did it as if it was a podcast and it was all completely mm-hmm. improv. Um, tell us a little bit about that and um, and your co-host on that. I believe his name is uh, Jeff. Is that correct? Yeah, and, Jeff and, Anderson. And, and um. you're still going live with those, right? Where can people catch that?
2: Yeah, so uh, we're on uh, Facebook and Twitch. On Facebook, it's at uh, Pastaway Comedy. And uh, on Twitch, it's uh, Jeffrey Has Jokes. It's uh, Jeff's Twitch page. And uh, we go live like once or twice a month and do basically like a comedy true crime podcast where we'll have three comedians on and uh, we'll try to solve like a fake murder by the end of the episode. Mm. It's pretty fun.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that sounds awesome. It's I really, it's really cool what they're able to do yeah. in the format. Um, so, thank you for joining us, Cole. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, Chase, uh, tell us um, you've never seen this movie before. Is that correct? <laughs>
1: no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, Bryce. Yeah. As always, pretty much, except for next week, That's we true. we have a surprise. We're gonna right. flip the script a little, a little bit. But uh, uh, every week we fill your movie gap. With a movie that you haven't seen that uh, for one reason or another, which right. has been basically every movie. Um, this week we got a little more obscure and we went with Eraserhead, the seminal uh, David Lynch film, yeah. his uh, debut, some might say his masterpiece.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, uh, Bryce, uh, or actually, let's go to Cole first. Cole, uh, had you ever seen Eraserhead before?
2: have not
1: so this was your first time watching it uh Mm -hmm. what what did you know about it and when was do you remember like maybe the first time you heard of it or anything like that before having
2: seen it um i think it was on like early days of like when netflix started streaming movies uh, because they picked up like a bunch of like i guess like cult films like that like they Mm -hmm. had rocky horror early on i just remember like you know, the, the 20 movies or whatever they had in the timeline when you're scrolling through in the early days of Netflix. Yeah. I remember seeing it there a lot and just seeing, you know, the main characters like straight up hair and being like, this seems weird. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just a kid into the office at the time, so I didn't watch a lot of cult films. But um, yeah, and I, I knew David Lynch from I, I watched some of Twin Peaks. And so I knew mm. kind of his vibe going in. But mm. yeah.
1: All right. Yeah, um so Bryce, uh what about you? What uh what did you know about Eraser Head going in? What did you know about David Lynch? I think you're a fan, correct? Somewhat. Yeah.
0: yeah, I've been wanting to uh I mean it's been a long time coming for us to dip into some yeah. David Lynch um he's one of those uh he's one of those names of uh He's a know. very
1: uh, Malkovich name where you're like, "Oh yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah I exactly. Know yeah, like, I know, yeah, I was
0: watching David Lynch. Oh yeah, yeah. I watch David Lynch all the time, of course. Yeah. <laughs> this person reads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um uh but uh, I've been wanting us to do it for a while because I've seen uh or good friend of mine Kyle, shout outs to him. Um he showed me Mulholland Drive. Mm-hmm. He just like he was like, "Yeah, you know, Let's watch *Mahol* and drive. And so, um, and when was when was this? This was uh, like four or five years ago. Okay. Um, in the before times, pre pre movie gap. Right. Oh yeah, even that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, whatever. Like, I've never heard of this director. This the title of the movie doesn't sound interesting. But then by the end of the movie, I was completely blown away. <laughs> You had, just, fan. you had
1: just found out about Meryl Streep from Devil Wears Prada. Exactly. So, like, you were, exactly. I was
0: yeah. way yeah. Still had a lot of gap to <laughs> fill there. Um and it, it, it blew me away and then I got into Twin Peaks, of course. Um, and um, like Cole said, like, you know, you're you instantly become aware of the vibe, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was really, I, but there's a still a, uh, the majority of his filmography I have not seen. So I want—I've been wanting to get into this, and I know yeah. that there's some that you haven't seen either.
1: Yeah, there are. And I've been
0: especially interested in what you were going to think of David Lynch, uh, knowing what you like about movies and stuff yeah if, i was if, if you can like david yeah Lichner, i was uh you know.
1: i was interested myself uh i i had seen this it's been probably 15 years or so yeah it was one of the first i remember it was one of the first movies when i went to college and i got my own netflix account and this was back when netflix was just dvds mm-hmm. and it was uh so i'd always heard of a razorhead and i thought it was like a horror film because i remember the people who would wear the eraser head shirts, which are just that, you know, that iconic oh, yeah. image of him uh, with the pencil shavings behind yeah. his head or whatever, and like towards the very end, like that's the picture on the cover of the box, and right. all that Stuff, and people had that on their shirts, and those were the same people that wore, you know, Rob Zombie and <laughs> you know, uh, just you know, Dawn of the Dead kind of stuff. So I figured this was
0: just like a horror film. Uh-huh. And, you thought it um, was for metalheads exclusively. Yeah, something yeah. like that
1: and uh i um i had like eraser
0: head more like, you know, like metal head. in college you
1: know? i was just what, getting into like more film stuff <laughs> yeah metalhead eraser head
0: i love the uh, cole's head shake of <laughs> approval slash disapproval <laughs> anyway um
1: but yeah so i checked it out and i remember not liking it and not really <laughs> giving it another thought at all yeah um and then uh kind i could of, see you being like fuck
0: this yeah. movie and i
1: kind of like when you uh when we started the podcast like it's been on the list i'm pretty sure it was yeah, on it the has. list for the beginning for a while, yeah. and um or at least yeah for for quite a while and and i keep like, being like well there's other movies there's other movies mm-hmm. and then uh finally you were like let's let's do a your head and i was like okay we gotta get we gotta get it over with and uh <laughs> I uh, you know I rewatched it for the the episode this week and uh, I gotta say I kind of loved it yeah um, you know so uh, it was definitely it was definitely like watching it for the first time right you know because like okay, cool. from from the last time I watched it I just remember uh, I didn't like it so much I didn't even burn a copy of it right like back then I was wow. burning copies of every DVD yeah. I got yeah. so yeah I was like no this one could just go back in the mail yeah <laughs> but um. <laughs> Yeah, so uh well let's get uh let's get into it. Uh, I have a lot to say about this movie uh, just from a viewing standpoint. I got a couple of notes that I did some research on and I think uh, y'all do too. So let's get right into it.
0: Well, I will say that I did not realize what I was getting all of us into. Yeah, <laughs> You know by the and end I of d- the movie. <laughs> I didn't and tell you. I felt you. bad no, for files. you, Cole. I was like well by the by the time by the time I finished watching it, um, which I do. I'll go ahead and just say I love this movie. But by the time I finished watching it, I was like, um, "Yeah, perfect movie to have a guest on." Like, yeah. "Hey, do you want to come on our podcast we'll and have see- a nice jovial conversation <laughs> about a movie?" That's why it's I was surprised. Eraserhead. That's
1: why I was surprised when uh, when Cole said he had not seen it until this because when you said uh, earlier this week you were like, "We'll do a Racerhead," I got us a guest, and I yeah. just totally assumed that you were like, "Hey, would you like to do?" a uh, razor head with us because i know you love this film yeah. or something like that <laughs> yeah, i know but no, no. i just
2: dragged him yeah. into it it's, Couldn't it's like, be further from that. <laughs> right <yeah. laughs> uh
0: it was it's kind of funny because in my head i was like yeah fo-, you know let's have cole on you know talk about some fucking david lynch you know and it's like whatever and then i got done watching and i was like uh i don't know. <laughs> i just want to sleep for 24 hours now like <laughs> yeah. i don't even feel fucking so
1: so cole what um what <clears throat> type of movies are you more into?
0: I mean, obviously, I'm sure you like comedy. Well, and day, you're but- you're a little bit of a, you know, filmmaker yourself. You make videos. Yeah, You've made videos on YouTube, uh, all of which are very good. I mean, people can still check you out on YouTube, right? At Bop Bop, right? Cole. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have a lot of content there that is all very, uh, very worth your time. But you make movies as well. Do you? Did you feel like uh, watching this? I mean, did you? Did you get any like kick out of watching the techniques of the editing or any like any shit like that?
2: Yeah, it reminded me a lot of like I took this uh, German cinema class at mm-hmm. uh, University of Houston, <laughs> and there's just like a lot of crazy shit going on in those like <laughs> 1920s and 30s, right. like early German movies. Yeah, and, the,
1: it's very uh, expressionist, and yeah, uh, especially with the the lighting style, it's you know got the same kind of style of like you know Doctor uh, Caligari
2: and exactly. uh,
1: Nosferatu. I don't
2: know what that word means.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. That was Bryce playing a sound effect that you can't hear. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's why.
1: That's why I laughed. I wasn't laughing at you. I apologize. (laughs) I was
0: not laughing at you. I was laughing at Bryce. Yeah, we should have warned you about that. But anyway.
2: But yeah, uh, to answer your question of like what movies generally I'm into. Yeah. I, I mean, there's movies from like all types of genres I like, but currently, like uh this may be a little surprising like my favorite movies right now are probably like in like the greta gerwig type stuff like lady bird and like little women i love like oh wow i like no yeah no joke and like (laughs) it just just the the it it, specifically like lady bird reeled me in with like the drama and the the realism of like mother-daughter relationships Mm -hmm. i'm just into all the like not even like sappy stuff but like going into a movie thinking it's, it's like either going to be like a chick flick or like a sappy movie but uh-huh. it ends up being like really solid you know
1: yeah realism and like something raw I guess is what I would call it right sure yeah, yeah.
0: kind of like um, have you the notebook right
1: yes exactly like yeah. the notebook we That's just I, yeah. just smile and nod yep. um though no, uh have you seen uh 8th grade I have yeah uh, I loved that one oh I heard about that one yeah
0: that, that one, one, that one was almost
2: t- too real for me. <laughs> it, it was like, is it a big like
0: a tearjerker kind of thing? It's, it's a lot your, of things. Yeah, if you're not solid. Yeah, it has it all. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Okay. And then
1: like, it, it's also got you know from a a, a male perspective, it's the dad raising, sing, like a single father mm-hmm. raising a girl. So and, like, I'm at that age of I'm gonna have kids hopefully, and it's like so I, you know, equate myself with him, trying to raise this girl who's going mm-hmm. through shit that. You know, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I couldn't be, imagine being a you know a teen girl when we were growing up, and now with social media and everything, it's yeah
0: so much crazier. But well, speaking anyway. of trying to relate to your children, imagine relating to your fucking weird alien yes. uh, parrot <laughs> yeah. baby. Yeah. All right, so well let's stop crying. Let's get know?
1: into the into the film, Bryce. Okay, what uh, what do you have to, to start us off with?
0: Well, I was very happy to see that because of – As far as I know, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, because I'm sure you guys did more research on this, but this was his first full length film. Yes. Correct? Yeah. And he did it in film school, while in film school. Uh, Started. Or or as a graduate project. He started, he got
1: a grant uh, Mm. to make it, and it was like a $3 million grant. Wow. That ran out of money. He actually was making this movie for like five years. Wow. Yeah. There, um, there was uh, about a year where he so then lived, he fucking
0: started in like seventy one, yeah,
1: and he like Whoa. lived in the apartment that they used to shoot uh, Spencer uh, Henry Spencer's apartment. Uh huh. Oh wow, really? Yeah, uh, for a time, and like uh, the guy that plays the man in the planet, the uh-huh. uh huh, the guy pulling all the levers here, right I call over him Wardy, Wardy. Yeah, yeah. that uh, is one of his like biggest financiers. Oh, of wow. the film. Okay. Uh, and his wife, the, that man's wife.
0: Sissy Spacek Sissy Spacek. I did hear that.
1: Yeah. She and also. Who is that again? That's the original
0: Carrie. Gotcha. Okay. Wow. And then she was also a financier. Yeah. You also from Hot Rod.
1: She was the mother in Hot Rod. Oh, was she? Yeah. Oh, that is cool. one of my favorite movies of all time. Right. So. Likewise. Um,
0: uh, Man yeah. of the Planet, by the way, Jack Fisk. That's his name. Oh. In real life. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I was very happy to see. I was wondering because of the fact that it is his first movie, I was wondering if um, it would have the Lynchian trademarks that I that I already loved, and was very pleasantly. Uh, so, what, was pleased to see that um, it what, was evident very early yeah, so on. So, what are it some did. of those?
1: What, what are some examples that you've noticed from what you are and that you're talking about that are in this movie?
0: So, the biggest Lynch. Trademark is use, uh, well, for me anyway. That I, the thing that really draws me in for Lynch, that I absolutely love about watching Lynch, is the use of of uh, time and sound mm-hmm. to create okay. atmosphere. Yeah. Um, and and not being afraid of space of like, of of a of a pacing of sorts that normally people would be like, "What the fuck? Hurry up!" He he uses that to his complete advantage to throw you off guard while fucking with the sound. Um, I mean, the first no music sound effects to keep you really in the pocket of what the fuck. It's like one of those, like the absence of something draws you in. Mm -hmm. He's like the master Mm -hmm. of that.
1: Well, and I hate when people say things Mm -hmm. like the soundtrack is its own character. Right. But like in this film, it's not the soundtrack. No, it's like the the noises. (laughs) Yeah. The, just all that industrial stuff and the humming and the whirring And it's just like, it's too loud to a point where you don't even really notice it anymore.
0: Uh-huh. You know, because right. it's all that you notice, right? Right. And then you don't even notice how loud it is until somebody talks. Right. Exactly. And then when they do talk, the the it's like so it's mixed so crisp where you it's like you it's almost like an ASMR thing where you hear like every p- and yeah t- you know. Mm-hmm. Uh But there's that, and then another trademark of his, which I was also pr- pleasantly surprised to see. Uh, or happy to see was in this movie was his odd sense of humor and the way that he um the way that uh, he directs actors to act um, is very unnatural um, yeah. he likes things to be abrupt he likes people to, to act strange or say a line that would normally you would say it like nonchalant they say it way over the top and act way over the top yeah um there was a lot of that in there, which uh, I was very happy to see. Um, and then not only that, but it was just um, on, t- or on top of that, I should say, it was um, the just the subject matter was fucking way out there, uh, which made it even cooler because it was more for him to play with, and you could tell he was uh, he very, he took very good care of uh, the imagery and stuff like that. You know, yeah, took his time with it. The, um, so uh, yeah, I don't to touch
1: on the, the acting in this and it, it's very, uh, there's a, a director a, like contemporary director now that did, uh, the lobster and killing of the sacred deer. Right. Uh, I have a bullet up Yorgos Lanthimos mm-hmm. who does a very similar thing with, uh, directing actors to not like it's, it's this movie kind of reminded me of that, but, uh, he does a much more. Weirder thing where there is just no emotion and it's uh-huh. all very one one note. Where yeah. this one, it it picks and chooses where it is. Right. But you know, it's it uh, it's weird. It's just a weird movie where the acting is. You're very aware that these are puppets mm-hmm. for David Lynch. Right. That's mm-hmm. how I yeah. feel. You know. Absolutely. So, um, so what do you uh, what do you think, Cole?
2: You know, going in into general, this, just, like, just in general, on this one first. I'll just say like going into this, knowing it was a David Lynch movie, like I expected some weird stuff. But if I hadn't, like one thing I like about like surrealistic movies is I like if they're just like getting to the surrealism kind of early on, so it, like my brain could just be like, cool. I'm just gonna like let whatever happens happens and not right. really like try to like you can figure out some of the stuff in this movie r- pretty clearly, but like i'm I'm not gonna like look for a clear like first second and third act structure, right. you know like yeah um for sure but yeah. i uh, tagging on to bryce i really liked a lot of the humor in this movie like mm. my favorite character probably in the whole movie is the dad yes, talking about it it's yes, like yes. look at my knees and my damn limp arm yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. he's so proud yeah. Yeah, he's just so <laughs> yeah. proud of
1: how, it, how He's like yeah i can't i can't feel it though mm.
2: Huh. and he can't like cut a chicken because of his like arm and he's like you do you mind yeah and like, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly yeah <laughs> so and the, the fact kid. that the, the chickens were tiny. chicken yeah yeah and yeah. it squeals well, his try to, uh, his his entrance was hilarious because you hear a door open but you don't see him walk in and then it just pans over to or cuts to there's an old man in the room and he's like yeah hi how's it going yeah. And then just the pause, you know, and it's like, okay, what the fuck? The, the movie it, it has instant this, LOLs. Yeah, it
1: has this whole erotic uh, or feel uh, or oniric. Oh, I can't remember how to say it, but uh, it's very dream. Like I don't know feel, what that word means. Yeah, if you feel like you're in a dream the whole time, like yes, big This, time. this really feels feel like, like like you've had a fever for like three days and you haven't slept, and this is what you see. Yeah, you know. Yeah, totally and then and then there's dream sequences in the film on top of it that you really can't decipher, decipher what, is what, what is what
0: yeah
1: you know but um like it's it's so weird like okay where where are we and when are we uh uh-huh. is like the first thing i wanted to know and then about halfway through the movie I, my wife kept saying like what is going on i was like you can't right, like yeah. if you have any questions about like who or what or right. is this really happening or is this not really happening? You're asking the wrong question. Right, right. This is
0: avant garde. You're gonna have a bad just, time. Yeah,
1: just watch it. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah, you know?
1: but because uh, like it is on a planet it's an experience that you know has people and it, uh-huh. it, 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 there's a time and maybe this is like post apocalyptic of some sort. Right, but you know it's not really clear and I don't think it matters. Right. Yeah. Know? So um, um but yeah all right so continue
0: Bryce what else um you got? well uh let's see uh i mean you can you can see his uh, kubrick influence i wrote that down i mean were you guys picking up on that definitely some kubrick well, influence well kubrick
1: like? actually made everyone in the shining watch this movie before they started filming the shining oh, great.
0: to get into the horror mindset oh that's another thing um, this kind of like i felt like we could have like done this one for spooktober you know? yeah it's
1: it's definitely not to say yeah yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not a horror film right. but it is uh, horrific yeah yeah <laughs> i mean i always said eraser had more like metalhead you know but um <laughs> so uh the the uh very interesting i don't know if you cole you said you uh watched twin peaks right mm-hmm. i don't know if you picked up on this and i'm sure you did because you're a very smart perceptive gentleman uh, the, the carpeting, uh, in the hotel lobby or the, the apartment lobby or whatever was like almost the exact same it's the pattern same of the, that's the same set. It's the same fucking set of the Twin yeah. Peaks, the red room. Yeah. Oh no shit. Yep. Okay. So that was or cool it's, to it's see. It's rebuilt to be that, but yeah. Gotcha. Oh, okay. So I, I don't know. I just kind of enjoyed seeing that, um, you know, his, his, um, what do you call it? His, his, um. Aesthetic kind of has like bled spanned over into, his career, yeah. and it it's almost to have more of this a purpose. Maybe a to weird
2: it. comparison, but like, uh, almost comparing it to like a Wes Anderson type, like, mm. like everything's pretty similar between like each movie, like the vibe you're gonna get, you yeah, know?
0: right,
1: yeah. It, it and, um, I mean, Lynch, just like Anderson, it's very auteur, you know, like it's the same. Thing and it, he works with a lot of the same
0: people. Yeah. Because it, you know, it's probably hard to work with him. He's very strange. I would imagine. But Kyle McLaughlin uh, seemed to like working with him. Yeah. And he liked working with Kyle McLaughlin. Uh, it's the LCU, you know, what can you say? <laughs> the, the, Lynch, the Lynch Cinematic, cinematic universe. universe. It all yeah. ties together B- because of that room. Yeah, because of that room. Um,
2: I'll say this about Kubrick real quick. I also read that uh, when. David Lynch was making The Elephant Man. He got a chance to like meet up with Kubrick, and Kubrick told him that at that time, uh Eraserhead was like his favorite movie. Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. that must have been insane to hear yeah. from yeah, like, I know the guy you took a lot of stuff from.
0: Yeah, and especially about a movie that you did when you know in school, you know, and it well, was your first mm-hmm. one and, and then it took your years you know, Yeah, yeah. Started started it started in school, in school yeah. But the, for, you, for your hero to be like, hey, you know that for, you know, your first attempt at it, uh, it's my favorite fucking movie. Wow. Okay, great. You know, that'd be fucking cool. That'd be like if uh, John Lennon came down and was like, hey, the first Jody demo is my favorite song ever. <laughs> yeah, music the rest or. of it, utter shite. Yeah, right. right. Which he would say, yeah.
2: And uh, the AFI where he went to school and gave him his first like round of funding They didn't want to make like they wanted to like wanted him to make a movie with them, but whenever he submitted this script, they were like, This is too like weird. I don't know if we want to do this. And the dean of AFI threatened to resign if they didn't make this movie. Wow. And they were just like, Uh, okay. (laughs) Big threat. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you can do it. Like they Wow.
1: And his first like ideas (laughs) from this, it was like a this ended up being a twenty page script which Mm -hmm. everybody was like that's not long enough and then he had another one that was a 45 minute or like a 45 minute movie that was like more pages Mm -hmm. and they were like that doesn't work that movie's gonna be too long for this so then he came back with this one and they're like now it's too short for feature and it it's very but he did end up like there was one i read that there was one um screening an early screening uh one that Terrence Malick walked out of because he thought it was trash. And there's was, it was one, Terrence Malick again? Uh he's a he's a director. Okay. Um and uh he but then there was one where he did a screening and he realized that the uh soundtrack wasn't loud enough or it was too loud or something mm. and he he's like I just need to fix that and after he got done fixing the sound levels he'd cut 30 minutes. So Oh,
0: really? Yeah. Oh, okay. So he was always tinkering with it right. still. Right. Right. Wow. Um, I could see that. Um, were you guys, did you guys pick up on like, uh, like, uh, themes of abortion and stuff? Or was that just me? Um, think that, that there was a little bit of that so, going on there. So the
1: Lynch has never came out and uh, come out and said what this is about. He likes it. Of that course. you do yourself. Yeah. Uh, there's abortion, uh, ideas in there that people have come up with. The main one is that it's about fatherhood and and fear
0: uh-huh.
1: of uh becoming a father right you know uh, i mean he's got this kid that he doesn't know he's trapped in the room with him when the wife abandons him and he's got this sick thing right. you know and like he can't even there's that part where he can't even leave the room without like he gets it calmed down when it's sick and he mm. wants to go down and check the mail again or whatever mm. and like it he starts to leave and then the thing starts squealing Mm-hmm. And he sits back down and is fine. And then he starts to leave and it's, so he can't sleep, he can't leave. Yeah. You know there's all that um that stuff. And he just like wants to escape, you know, he escapes through the radiator. Right. And then the woman is stepping on his sperm. Right. Yeah. You know? So like there's uh that's the main takeaway, I would say. Yeah. From it. But and yeah, David? there's a there's an abortion aspect to it too. What what Cole?
2: I was gonna say David Lynch, uh, his daughter was born with clubbed feet. Yeah, and oh, she shit. had to go through a couple surgeries like after she was born, and uh, a lot of people I was reading say that like that may play into it as well, like being born with like a child that has issues mm-hmm. uh, health wise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and she was she was three when he started making this film, and okay, okay. Um, you know so she was eight by the time it was done, and she uh, remembers being on set. And like being a part of it, and she even had a part in one of the scenes that got cut, where she was doing something with uh, money down a grate or something. But uh, she said that like she remembers her time on set, and she was like, "It was great. Everybody was friendly. It was a lot of fun. Oh, it wasn't, yeah. you know, because it's not really in black and white, right? You know, yeah, on yeah. set. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, but yeah, she said that herself that she thinks that there, a lot of her, um, what he went through when she
0: was being born and having the club feet has something to do with it too. Oh so, wow. I mean, he cuts it open at the end. Well, you know. and
1: like that could be seen as uh, overcoming the fear,
0: uh-huh. you know,
1: like putting an end to that. Uh-huh. Uh Like the baby itself is the fear, and then going and uh, accepting your own happiness with the Moon Woman. I call her the Moon Woman. the The lady in the Moon, moon face. Yeah, yeah, the lady
0: in the cheese head uh, radiator. Yeah,
1: but um, you know, it's really it's what you think.
0: Of course, yeah. That's
1: what these avant-garde things are, right? right, You know, it's it's his it's his art form and Uh what he was thinking, and then it it's so open to you being able to make whatever you want out of it, right? Right?
0: Right? Um, Which Lynch is just naturally good at, but um, but that scene when he cut it open was kind of like I felt bad for the like were were you guys kind of like rooting for the weird alien baby by the end of it? Like, well, I thought felt bad for
1: I thought that thing was
0: super cute. Me too. Like uh, by the end of it, I was like, yeah. "No, it just wants to be fed." And held. Yeah, not when it was all yeah. sick. When it was you know? all sick, I was like, "Oh, fix it." It was so gross. But okay, so let's talk about that, man, because the the I'm assuming black and white was a choice. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. I
1: mean, it's also cheaper, especially then. Also but, cheaper, sure. But
0: yeah, no, it was a but choice, but definitely an artistic choice, yeah. right? Because were y'all like taken aback by how great the special effects and everything looked? And how much the black and white played into how great yeah. everything looks. Well, looked. that's that's from the
1: the cinematography. And right, this is I mean, it's so
0: fucking good. And yeah. then some of the like, uh, it would like suddenly switch to like more of a the I don't know if it was a lighting or film stock he was using, but suddenly people would look very pastel. It was like a different kind of black and white, and I don't know if that he was manipulating lighting to get that kind of a look on the tape or something or you on mean the film,
1: like. like um Almost like, like they were glowing, kind yeah, of like yeah, where yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, like foggy, like uh, or not foggy, like they well, kind they of glow, glow. No,
0: it was like a, they're like um, it would look like a standard black and white, like what you expect black and white to look mm-hmm. like, and then suddenly it looked like it was digitally made black and white, but it was like you know what I mean, where it was like their skin was like realistic, and but but it was like kind of a pastel, but the grain was gone from the black and white. Film. Okay,
1: yeah, that could you know be I mean?
0: that could just be focus. Right,
1: uh, which would be intentional. Right, right. Um, I know, mean, it, it had like it could be it was. You too. could
0: tell it was deliberate because it would always like switch to that at a yeah. at a big uh, at a big moment or at a moment of change or something, and it had a, an amazing impact. But I've never like watched a black and white movie and felt like uh, I was seeing something so fucking vividly, you know, without the absence or with the even with the absence of color. Mm-hmm. it felt like i was like watching something in high definition or something like that uh it was i don't know if i was just throwing it out there to see if you guys uh felt the same way yeah, about no, that.
1: absolutely okay absolutely well that's cool yeah and that that is all intentional
0: of course yeah yeah and this is why he's like my fucking favorite and i've told i mean i've told you that before chase but breaking news cole he's my fucking
2: favorite dude breaking news movie gap audience <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> Mo- movie gap audience exactly but um that is news because it used to be Kubrick. Yeah. Um I mean it's I mean it's on any day it could be either yeah. one. Of those and then things.
1: um of course up until today uh, since we've been doing the movie gap it has always been Oliver Stone. He is your right. favorite favorite one. Oh villain. yeah,
0: by the way, that's one of my notes. Take notes Oliver Stone, <laughs> dude. This is how you do a pretentious you know, movie, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this don't is, get me wrong. This movie is pretentious, highly pretentious, but it's great. It's fucking great, and this is how you fucking if you want to be artistic, you know. Have you ever nice seen, try, Cole? Have you Oliver ever seen
1: um, uh, Natural Born Killers? I haven't. Right. Oh god, yeah, we watched that one, and Bryce hated it.
0: So you'd have to check that it's one out. A piece out. of shit.
2: But anyway,
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Um, but, but I don't, but Oliver Stone has redeemed himself. I mean, he's yeah. made good movies, you know, fucking platoon is a great, Granted, movie.
1: we did all the, all the ones that he made that you like are before that.
0: Right. So. Exactly. So he unredeemed himself. Right. Right. Um, he, uh, his, the, the fucking song that Moonface lady sings at the end, uh, was just such a fucking, uh, powerful moment. Um, and also something, uh, is a, a sort of a theme that, um, uh, You'll see throughout uh, Lynch's uh, filmography. He loves, um, especially uh, women singing uh, something beautifully or whatever, yeah. and focusing on that. Mm. Um, and uh, so I thought that was cool. I mean, to see all that, I was just I, I the, the thing. I mean, I was just happy to see that um, he's always had it. You know, it was my favorite part of uh, <laughs> of this experience. But um, the the special effects. I saw were by him. Yeah, how about that? You yeah, guys got he, any fun facts on that shit? He would uh, cover
1: up like people, like he did not let anybody know how they animated the the yeah. child.
0: I'd imagine it was there was an arm through the wall. Well, the they thing, but then they cut it open.
1: They say that it's uh uh. So wait, hold on, I have an exact quote of what he has said about it. Uh, he said that it was uh, born nearby or maybe it was found uh they there are people that say it is a um embalmed calf
0: fetus oh yeah yeah you know, some and, people said a rabbit too yeah right. and,
1: but nobody knows how they he would animate that right in that way uh yeah and you know you keep saying that he cut it open and i don't think he cut it open I think he cut the bandages off and oh, it and has they no yeah, split open. Yeah, 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 it's just it's just the bandages are what holds it which yeah. is why you know it never really God. moves. I keep looking because it's right behind us. Uh-huh. here. but uh oh, man yeah. that thing it's it looks so like all the parts of it that didn't seem real were would be taken away once you saw it's eye move. Dude, you know? Like that eye was so real. I felt ah, like it was dude. like they had somebody's real eye in there. Moving.
0: Right. I know that. Yeah. And I mean, you know, there were shots where you look under the table. There's no one under the table and it's moving around. Yeah. That's why I was thinking maybe there was a hand in the arm. But the fact, you know, I was thinking like, man, the, these practical effects are pretty fucking badass and the ooze and all that stuff. It's mm-hmm. very it makes you uncomfortable. Very good. I wonder who did this. And I saw it was him. And I said, yeah. OK. Yeah. All right. D. Yeah, it's um, also
1: something that you know because uh, when I was watching it again, I was like, "This ran out of money. Like, what are they? Like, you don't. You look <laughs> at it and you're like, How, what did they spend money on? Well, the guy but that, everything
0: cost money. The you guy know? that was playing Spencer demanded he he de- <laughs> he uh, demanded three million. So there was all <laughs> there the was, initial that was budget. all gone. Yeah, it was to him it was three million so. just to show up. Right, exactly. Um
2: didn't they make the like cinematographer like cover like put, they put like a blindfold on them when they were setting up the puppet? Yes,
1: yeah, and and when they were um, oh wow yeah when they were like in the uh, editing or when they were like watching the daily or the raw footage like on film or whatever to find what to cut and stuff they would make the uh, editor close his eyes or whatever so they could cut around the parts that were shot that would wow. show how it was working Whoa. yeah it was it's very secretive nobody Even nobody
2: really knows day, yeah man. In case he um, wants to make an eraser head too, yeah, yeah, Yeah. the sequel, yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I know Cole. I know you said you you looked up some fun facts. Do you have any? uh, Do you have any you want to just start spit firing or anything like that?
2: Yeah. So one of them was the Kubrick one, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. but I will say I didn't know David Lynch was like an art student before he got into film. Like he was an expressionist, like artist, like and he was would make like 10 second like stop motion to like show off his art and that's how he got more into film um, so i guess it makes a lot of sense that like he's had a lot of like uh, practical effects move into his projects and a right. lot of expressionism it's kind of like it, it, it makes sense the transition now that i know that about him
0: yeah i didn't know that either
2: it well i mean just of
1: all of the the shots that are in this film are very like intentional you know, there's nothing that feels like, oh, this was a happy accident or, you know, this is just the framing that we got. It's like the length of the shot. Like, I feel like he had it. Like when things go on too long or, or not long enough, like it feels very much. That's what you're supposed to feel. You know, like it's.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You
1: having a, you're
0: right over there. Just, a, just doing an adjustment. Okay. I'm but, just moving my chair. But, you know, Maybe I mean, there's character.
1: There's. This movie's only eighty nine minutes, and there's over thirty minutes just from the beginning and the end that has no dialogue at all. You know, there's like yeah. ten minutes in the beginning without dialogue, and like thirty minutes at the end without dialogue, and then the stuff in between. There's not a ton. It's it's basically the. Uh, what did you text me the the other day? When I after you watched it, you're like, "Well, it looks like we're gonna have a,
0: a, wholesome, yeah, a wholesome, wholesome discussion, family of- friendly, <laughs> yeah." yeah
1: discussion about a family drama or yeah. a family picnic or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I was looking up stuff about Jack Nance, too, who played Spencer, <laughs> and <laughs> this dude had a pretty sad life. Uh, really? So in the 90s, he got, I think it was the 90s, he got married to, uh, let's see, yeah, 91, he got married to Dick Van Dyke's niece, uh, and she was like an adult like film star at the time, and she ended up committing suicide Ooh. and it ended up she like called him to like talk to him about how depressed she was and then a lightning bolt struck jack nance's like telephone line and it, so the call got cut out and she ended up just like like dying that evening and and oh, then shit. later like 5 years later let's see in 96 he got into a fight at a bar and later like the next day his friends were like hey you you're not looking too hot and he was like yeah i got to fight at a bar or whatever and then he died of like bleeding of the brain Ooh. and that's how he died like holy shit it sounds yeah, like knew, a david lynch movie yeah, right, yeah. i knew, yeah. i knew
0: he
1: died pretty young and then i know that the uh wow the original cinematographer on this was 35 and died in the middle of Whoa. shooting it and they had to get another oh, another guy yeah he just uh and i don't i don't have a like note of how he died or anything but you die at thirty five. Something's up.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, so it's a, maybe it's another cursed mo- one of those cursed movies. You yeah. Maybe it's and like I know the exorcist. Mm.
1: I know that Jack Nance uh, was married. Uh, there's a his wife actually did his hair on this movie, mm. um, and he he partially blames uh, her having to do his hair all the time as to possibly one of the reasons he ended up hating her and they got divorced. <laughs> But I mean, they, they apparently they did they did, they stayed friends or whatever. But sure,
2: uh, uh, but yeah, no. He kept that hairstyle for five, five years. years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're, he, he's still,
1: like
0: walking around like, hey, remember me? Well, he said Eraserhead. that like
1: there'll be a part where you know he's sitting on the edge of the bed, uh, or Henry is like sitting on the edge end of the bed, gets up, walks across, opens the door, and when he opens the door, that's two years later. Mm. I mean, and there's there's parts you know when you're talking about focus and stuff. If you really look. Oh, because they were
0: making the movie for that long. That's right. Wow. And you see these people age back and forth, like two to three years sometimes. Yeah. That That
2: just adds to it, honestly. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, The whole, yeah, the whole aesthetic and everything. Um, Wow. That's crazy. Um, And and
1: I know that, I do know that the giant uh, baby head at the end, Uh they made that in uh, Lynch's backyard. (laughs) <laughs> like, where their neighbors could just see it. And yeah. And they was like, wow, they're the painting fuck? some
0: egg. Yeah. Yeah. Some egg. Yeah, he's an artist. Fuck him. Dude, let's... I'm glad you brought that up because that was, like, kind of a legitimately uh, frightening scene. Yeah. Wasn't it? I was no. like, I was spooked out, man, by... Um, and it all... But it also kind of um, made me think of... um, It felt like uh, one of the, like, videos that you see when you finally get to the boss... You know what I mean? Like before you in a video game, like you know a cut that scene? they yeah, like a cutscene that they play when you, you see finally him dancing around.
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and you okay. see the
0: yeah, like the the way it flashes in and out of the darkness, and you're like you're playing the game. And you're like, oh, this must be the the boss. This must be the, <laughs> big, <laughs> the big guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of, especially with the of
1: transformation, <laughs> like the neck that gets all longer. Right,
0: right, you know. right. Yeah,
2: like a, in a way, like, we saw Spencer fight the fetus at the end. so yeah. you know, it kind yeah, of worked he out that way. Got to the
0: big boss. Yeah, this is just a. This was just. You, David he thought mentions. that he thought that cutting it open, cutting the bandages, was the final mission. But nope, nope. That's just the beginning. Here's a here's a cut scene. Oh, I got more, baby. And then he's the,
1: transformed. Then
0: he dies
1: and when you die you go to your game over screen with the woman in the radiator.
0: <laughs> Ooh, nice. With cheese head. Um, yeah, she looked um older and that was younger the, and shit. Too, that was you know? the scariest there yeah, she is. her right oh, there. Oh man. That was yeah. the
1: scariest part to me. I do not like that. I, like, I looking at, at that I was like no.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. She was so expressive too. Her yeah. face is like really yeah. elastic. The way she
0: kept her eyes open like that and was smiling oh, yeah. and the, made the cheeks puff even more. And the way she's just like just would, you know didn't blink, singing the song with the small steps and then uh, squishing them and smiling at squishing yeah. the spermies name, and smiling at her, 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 her name
1: is Laurel near It's the only movie she ever did. Laurel near yeah. yeah. right? But um, she was also a singer, and she did, but she didn't sing that song. She just lip synced it. Uh, Peter Ivers. The guy who actually wrote it, uh-huh. that's his voice. Oh, wow. That's why it's so weird. And it's, a real, it's a dude's It's voice. a real
0: uh, Everybody Dance Now mm. situation where...
1: Well, and the uh, I think it was the Pixies used to play that song in their concerts.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I could <laughs> Doesn't it? Well, they, they also... the uh, Speaking of the Pixies, small connection, um, Neighbor Will... I watched this movie with Neighbor Will, uh, and he pointed out to me that uh, in the song Debaser they reference a uh, 1930s film that uh, was kind of one of those German art house films that Cole was talking about earlier. Um, the expressionism and stuff, you know, whatever the whole like,
2: I don't know what that word means. That stuff.
0: Yeah. And I, uh, and it, there was like, a—I forget the name of the movie or whatever, but uh, apparently it was an influence on uh, Lynch. So Pixies, apparently big fans. Yeah. So, anyway. I mean,
1: it's, it's, uh, uh, like very artistic people tend to be really moved yeah. by this and like you know, me and cole you know it's it's one of those movies that you know when i the first time i watched it it was i, I was okay and so ready. that's
0: what i wanted to ask was you you have been doing more and more film classes or, yeah. or that kind of thing has that affected your appreciation is that something that's affected your how you can appreciate it a lot more now. No, or do you um, think you're just growing older and wiser? Honestly,
1: doing the podcast has oh wow has made me think about film a lot more than going to school will. Cool. Uh, I'm just just trying to get that degree, but um, no, I mean there, you know I've learned a lot in in these film classes. Uh, you know, a lot of terms and stuff, and and then just forcing me to think about film in a different way uh-huh. is kind of that, but. Um, but really, it's just like watching it, and you know, because I used to watch it from a standpoint of like wanting to act in them, and then it was like wanting to make them, and now it's now I'm to a point where it's just like I just want to appreciate it. I just want to like it.
0: Yeah, you know? that's a good place to be. And too.
1: Um, this one is is a weird one, and I, my wife has gone through. So we watched this on Friday. Today's Sunday morning. She has gone through the weirdest turn where she keeps bringing this movie back up. Uh-huh. So like when we watched it, she uh, she was like, okay, well, I hated that. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hated it, I hated it, I hated it. And then by the time we went to bed that night, she was like, I don't know, I kind of liked it. And then we woke up the next morning, she goes, man, I hated that movie last night. Like That <laughs> movie take was it so terrible. Yeah. And then the more she thinks about it, she goes, you know, I really, really liked it. I never want to see it again, but like, I kind of loved it. Yeah. I'll never watch
0: it again. Right. If right.
1: anybody says, hey, raise your hand, you're like, I've seen it. But I liked it, right? So.
0: Right, yeah. But
1: that's kind of the feeling. <laughs> it I is, get yeah. This. I can but totally
0: see that. Yeah, yeah I could 100%. definitely,
1: like, if I ha- if I had to write a paper over this movie, I could do that real easy. <laughs> there's a yeah, lot right. to go. And I'm
0: sure there's been a lot of people that have. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there are like hundred, you know, five hundred page theses on yeah. this movie, or even shit. just even just like I've had to write a lot of papers about like specific shots or like just uh-huh. a, a scene, you know,
1: like seven shots or something. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, God, there's. You know, this is double indemnity. How much can I talk about one shot? Uh-huh. Turns out quite a bit
0: if you push so, yourself. So but. when you look at this, let me ask you this. Uh, better than C- Citizen Kane? More impactful than Citizen Kane?
1: No. Um, I mean, it, you know, it depends on who you ask, I'm sure. But I...
0: Because uh, look, I, well, well, I'm Orson Welles. I did a shot of a person in the background, yeah. and in the foreground. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Douche.
1: <laughs> a lot more, a lot more to it than that. I know.
2: <laughs> you ready for Mank, Bryce? Well, we're actually, yeah, getting, actually, yeah, we we're, getting, we're we're getting I don't even ready know what for that it. is,
1: but
0: we were, yeah,
2: we, yeah, had we're a, we're
1: doing, uh, we're actually we'll doing Citizen Kane next week, so look, oh, nice. look for that, everyone. Yeah, but um, yeah, in in preparation for Mank's, but
2: um, is this the month of black and white? Yeah, so it turned right? out. I it, guess so. Yeah.
1: Well, the, and then and then it's Christmas. <laughs> we're doing some Christmas stuff. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh there's you know I don't know that uh, you could compare the two because of just how narrative styles they are differently and like one is a film the way we think of film like uh-huh. or you know the collective we uh-huh. would think of a movie the collective people if you say have you seen this movie they go even if they've seen it they're like that's not a movie uh-huh. Like, there's no story. If right, right, there right, is, right. it's very loose. Right. You know, like, uh, like Cole, like you were saying with the structure, the stuff he does with structure yeah. is is just out the window from, mm-hmm. like, by the book, if you will, you know? But, uh, yeah, you know, and then, like, the stuff that this kind of filmmaking influences or that this film in particular, and David Lynch in particular influences in other ways is a lot of different things than just more... Ways of shooting film. Right, right. right. Or or more, uh, you know, conventions of it. It's two different things. It's apples and oranges. I mean, there's a lot that you could take that filmmakers and stuff can take from this film and put into a more commercialized movie. Right. And do something more interesting in a regular commercialized film. But there's nothing about this movie that is commercial or commercialized or. No, absolutely. For sure. Even like, it's weird. It's almost not entertaining.
0: Uh-huh. in that way right. you know like uh-huh.
1: like watching it, it it's it goes when when you're watching it or when i'm watching it i'm like i don't want to uh-huh. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. like it's it's very weird that whole just that whole scene uh at um mary is it mary
0: um, uh his girlfriend or yeah. his ex-girlfriend's uh-huh. house?
1: uh yeah mary x just that whole scene in her family's house is, right
0: weird. Right, right. With the her so having a
1: seizure and then she's yeah, fine and for, then her yeah, mom for, yeah. have the seizure and then her mom going up and like making out with his but neck it, yeah. or his face is yeah.
0: very bizarre. It's great. But it's like a dream like you were saying. But yeah. listen, Cole has a hard out at 2.30. So let's get to some let's go ahead and get to some numbers and things. Cole, was there any yeah. uh, final thoughts on this movie that you wanted to put out there or any cool interesting facts that you ha- you must talk about?
2: Um... I'm thinking about it more. It definitely is more linear than maybe I I tried to make it come across at the beginning. It does have Mm. like a beginning, middle and end, but it's just like the everything in between, like how he gets there that I think is like the staple of David Lynch, Yeah. Uh, Mm. which like you were saying, I I think a lot of people who can make like more traditional, I guess you could say movies could take like a little bit here and there from him. I think that's his great influence is maybe like, Trying to make like future directors a little less like corporate movie making, like even like, yeah. I don't know, mm-hmm. I don't want to say like, you know, like uh, Tycho Watiti and the new Thor movie was influenced mm-hmm. by David Lynch, but you can <laughs> see how like he's not making a straight like mm-hmm. ABC Marvel movie, like everyone's trying to at least be different in their movies nowadays. Mm-hmm. I think some of that could be attributed to him. Oh, yeah, yeah certainly, I-, I
0: agree. And isn't it kind of, isn't it really just fa- me and neighbor Will were talking about this while watching Razorhead. Like, how did this fucking guy... Like, Twin Peaks was mainstream huge in the 90s when it came out. Well, it's because... And, and it's the brainchild of this fucking yeah. guy. Like, wh- how, so how many, weird is that 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 happened? Yeah, so
1: many people have been influenced by his work yeah. that are themselves influencers and have right. the money to put up that they're like, this will work. He's, he's just it. one of
0: those rare guys... Rare crossover guys that's gotten the you know been lucky enough to experience you know both ends of the stick the underground and the mainstream part and, and only by being but still only being himself and that's a great thing I and think if it's you a testament want to, to his talents
1: okay if you want to check in on David Lynch right now you can check in on YouTube and he is pulling a number out of a jar every
0: day that's tight okay that that's sounds literally what Lynch he does in. he
1: has ten numbers at a jar or nine numbers at a jar and he shakes it up and he goes today's number is eight tight. tight all right <laughs> Is it and then it goes God what will some. tomorrow's number be and then you know, yeah come back to can't I wait think. until
0: he puts them all together and releases that as his <laughs> next movie. movie yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um all right so yeah let's get
0: the uh, let's do the numbers so yeah. um oh, wait wait hold on give me your numbers girl give me those numbers girl give me your domestic number give me your weekend number give me your uh your international number girl yeah, right. the beat was totally unnecessary. For I know, <laughs> I but you had to have it in there. So you didn't uh, hear it, Cole. There was a beat. Yeah, thank you. The great budget, beat. great thank job. You. Thank
1: the you. budget was ten million, or, uh, estimated around ten million dollars. Uh, I don't have the exact opening weekend. Did this get? This got a wide release. Yeah, I mean okay. it was. It, you know, it was a pretty limited release, but it okay. still did have a a run. Yeah. Um, so I have the domestic total. I have the first run, and I have a like a worldwide, which is not much more than the domestic. Uh, I also have the opening weekend, kind of. I have the opening weekend number of tickets, <laughs> number of tickets. What? So okay. because oh, it was it was at a film festival. Okay. Um. So and I have opening night and then uh, the following evening. Uh, the opening night it had twenty five people. Cool. And the following evening it had twenty four. Wow. And then uh. The producer of of the film and everything, the the distributor guy, he was he fought for it to be moved to like midnight releases, and it gained a following. It was an instant like cult Mm, status hit, you know. And this was up against or up with like the Rocky Horror Picture Show and stuff like Mm -hmm, that. Those mm -hmm. those style uh, midnight movies, and that's where it found its audience.
0: Yeah, so uh, smart.
1: So, the first run, it, it ran for over a year in the in that kind of thing. Okay. And what do you think
0: the box office was? Cole, do you want to... You want to take a stab? I
2: think I should abstain for this because I did see it in the Wikipedia article. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so, there you go. Fair <laughs> enough.
0: Um, well, you could do like I like to do if I do see the number I act like I'm guessing. And then Chase is like, what? How are you doing this? You could do that. Anyway.
2: I have a little thing called integrity, right Yeah,
0: Bryce... I, I, yeah, um, Bryce ha- I don't know what have.
2: that word means. You know, <laughs> Bryce does not have that.
0: Um... So um, I, uh, I'm gonna guess it made uh, 1.5 million. No, uh, twenty-two thousand dollars. Wow! Yeah. So it was a bomb. Yeah. Well, domestic box uh, office play. Like that was its
1: like first real run, but like the total domestic gross for yeah. all of its theatrical runs. I'm just gonna throw it out there. It's seven million. So, okay.
0: It still didn't make its money back.
1: Well, we don't really know how much it cost. It, right. Things right. get lost in the shuffle with yeah something that lasts five years. Like you don't at that point you're not making any
0: money back. That's not the yeah point. yeah yeah exactly. So,
1: <laughs> but I do know that it made it, like overseas it made almost a million. It was like ninety seven thousand okay. or something. So well,
0: it made its money back uh, in, in in heart in in heart in the way it impacted yeah. uh, future movie makers. Yeah. So, um. Okay. What's the next segment? Uh, we got to get the a rating. rating. Um, so, um, I'll just, I'll go ahead and go first. So cool. Cause this is this is Cole's first time. I'll show him the show formula him okay. or whatever. Show him how, call him to show you how it's done. <laughs> show you how it's done. <laughs> um, I would give this out of 10, um, out of 10, Uh, vagrant children that, uh, bring heads to the pencil factory to have erasers made out of them. Didn't even talk about that. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, which was also hilarious. Out of 10 of those, I would give this movie nine, nine vagrant children that bring severed heads to the pencil factory to have erasers made out of them.
2: All right. Yeah. Uh,
0: Cole, you want to give us a rating?
2: Yeah. Out of, uh... Uh, out of 10 limp arms i want to <laughs> give it a uh i'm also going to go with the 9 it's nice. very solid 9, nine limp arms
1: Double
0: 9 niner. limp arms what so, would you give it chase
1: um out of um out of 10 uh squished sperm by a moon face broad living in my radiator <laughs> uh-huh uh i would give it uh Nine, yeah, go ahead wow. and nine. Tr- train uh, nines when I'm watching it. Like a seven after the fact, a
0: nine. <laughs> what do you think about it? <laughs> yeah, nine? when you're when I, you, th- I get that,
1: it's one of the It really sticks with you and it makes you think about it, even though, like, even when I was like trying not to think about it, like, yeah, it was just like I'd be sitting there watching private practice, and my brain would be like, Why are you watching this and not thinking about, yeah, what you saw on a racer?
0: Right, yeah, um, So... It was wasn't it a really cool reveal though to see that the the sparklies at the beginning of the movie were uh, the, the shavings, shavings of the eraser. Yeah. That was a really cool. Uh,
1: I mean, all of the all of the it was just great. The weird super what do you call that superimposed things of, uh-huh. like the faces floating through the world or through the space like all that stuff. Yeah, so
0: weird looking and so yeah cool. But yeah, jarring and great sticks with you. Um, and then so then we would go around and do. Uh, Worth it or worse, or worse, yeah, shit. worth it or worse, Shit. Cole?
2: Uh, I think it's worth it.
0: It's good. There we go. Yep, I think it's a thing that's a that's goes unanimous. all around. It's it's good.
1: Good. Yeah. Wow, you hit like three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounded, I heard, I heard it. it. Um, all right, well, uh, that wraps it up. Other than, I mean, I don't even know
0: how to do a recast. How do we, recast, we really work, on this? recast this? I don't know, Cole. I mean, a uh, Shia LaBeouf, just Shia Spencer. LaBeouf, it plays Spen- it, it, yeah, like and.
1: And the little creature is played by Haley Joel Osment. Of course, now, now, now. 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 Yeah, now.
2: Haley Joel Can we, Medea? Can, can we, like, Medea? The uh, with Shia LaBeouf, he plays all of the characters. Yeah, yes, <laughs> he plays all of the except characters except for Haley Joel Osment, <laughs> except right. for the baby. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah the, he has I to, think that's he has the way to, to go. Kiss
1: himself. He has to give himself <laughs> yeah. and light his own comatose cigarette which is just the best thing is when they yes. the grandma like they light her a cigarette and then totally ignore her and then for no reason we cut back to her at yeah, one point and the cigarette's all the way down <laughs> yeah, and she's still just sitting there that also
0: spooked me yeah. a little bit that was the whole spooker. thing
1: is so weird and creepy yeah. and neat i right. mean it's just a
0: neat movie yeah absolutely and we could go forever but unfortunately i was late today yeah. and cole has somewhere to be But we do appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks uh, for joining us. We're definitely going to have to have
1: you back. Uh, Yeah,
2: thanks for asking me.
1: Preferably, maybe next time we'll do one that's not so uh, out
2: there. (laughs) Yeah, I saw the lineup like, oh, they've been watching Fargo, you know, misery, I'm ready for for a fun movie.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Eraserhead. (laughs) Eraserhead. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, again, uh, for some final plugs, uh, Cole, you want to plug your... uh, all your outlets that you want to drive traffic to?
2: Yeah, passed away is at passed away comedy on Facebook. We stream live sometimes. I'm uh, at spooky ghost on Twitter. Uh, it's four four bop O's bop. or three O's? It's six O's, six my dude. O's. <laughs> uh, oh
0: my goodness!
2: Couldn't get spooky, and that's not just for Halloween. That's my permanent that's handle.
0: Uh, He's living spooky. And got,
2: it's same spooky ghost on Instagram, bop, bop sixty four on TikTok, and bop pop on YouTube. And awesome
0: and we
1: will uh we will put up some links to that in the uh descriptions on youtube and on on uh on mm-hmm. anchor and everywhere else uh as well as uh check out our instagram uh instagram facebook uh twitter at the movie gap uh for information about us as well as uh cole and uh oh and tiktok yeah follow us uh, on TikTok, well. at
0: the movie gap We're on tiktok gap. now sign of um, the times
1: yeah and um, until uh, that's everything, right, Bryce? I think that'll be it. All right. Well, we will be coming uh, back next week uh, with Citizen Kane, and then we'll be heading into some more Christmas movies. Yep. So look out for that. And until next time,
0: nom in space. Ah!